Episode 83, Sabrina Malter, Manager of Strategy and Organizational Change from Germany. It was immediately clear that it was a mistake and um, I really quite um, quickly learned from it. I'm Mark Rabin. This is my favorite mistake. In this podcast, you'll hear business leaders and other really interesting people talking about their favorite mistakes. Because we all make mistakes, but what matters is learning from our mistakes instead of repeating them over and over again. So this is the place for honest reflection and conversation, personal growth, and professional success. Visit our website at myfavoritemistakepodcast.com. For show notes, links, and more, go to markgraben.com slash mistake83. Thanks for listening. Today we have a guest joining us for the first time from Germany. She is Sabrina Malter. She is the manager of strategy and organizational change at Roche Diagnostics. So, uh, Sabrina, thank you for being here. I, I should say guten tag. <laughs> thank you very much for having me. Great, Mark. Speaking German. Perfect. <laughs> that, that's about, I, I don't speak much more German than that. <laughs> where, where I am, I should be saying, uh, for me, uh, guten Morgen. But. Oh, great. I think you're speaking much more, perhaps. <laughs> Great pronunciation. Not really. Your, your English is a million times better uh, than my German. Thank you. I'm looking forward to um, the conversation today. Um, but you know, if, if you can help get things started for us, please, Sabrina. Um, what's your story about your favorite mistake? Yes, um, certainly. Um, I have two. I have two. I have one that which came really. Um, immediately to my mind when I thought about my mistake. Um, one thing where I really, um, it's very clear for me what I, when, when it happened, and it was immediately clear that it was a mistake, and um, I really quite um, quickly learned from it. And I thought, oh, yes, I would like to share that, um, because it's very common, but still I think um, people are struggling with these um, things, and it's perhaps nice to, to share it. And then I thought a little bit more and reflected a little bit more because I'm really much in reflecting at the moment, not only because it's beginning of the year, but um, because I realized more and more how important and how powerful reflecting it is. And um, just do, do a, um, yeah, a program with our common friend, Katie Anderson, and it's much about reflecting and um, I recognize that there's another topic, which is not so um, easily to see, perhaps, or it wasn't easily to see for me, um, but which is perhaps more profound. And so I want to share two things. Yes, um, my, my, um, the first thing that came to my mind was when it's, it's um, 15 years ago now, when I was um, in my first study, I did a distance study. And I was also in my day job and had really long hours and it was really stressful at this moment when I had to write my thesis um, um, in the day job. And But I, I thought I could just push through that and just go on and go on and go on and adjust with my will. And um, then suddenly I had a, a loss of hearing and I couldn't hear nearly anything and was really panicking and a bit shocked and what what's that and then I um and the next day I was at home and um 
wanted to read an article just for distraction, an easy article in the news newspaper. And when I was on the bottom, I couldn't remember what how it started. And I thought, oh, oh no, it's, I'm I'm losing my my brain. <laughs> it doesn't work anymore. And um, and I I didn't know at this moment that it will two weeks later it was quite better again. Was was already better again. Um, and so I really panicked, and therefore perhaps it's really sticked. Um, this this peeping in my ear uh, did take much longer to go away, but um, after two or three weeks, um, yes, I could concentrate again quite normally. But I at the I took a break for for my study, and since then I really took that with me, and it's really uh, important for me. And now I'm really grateful for this experience. When I have a, a slightest peeping in 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 my in my ear, I, I reflect or I, I think about: Is it perhaps too much? And if it's too much, and most of the time it is, um, it's really my warning signal. Uh, then I slow down and I'm really consequent and really, um, yeah, putting myself first. And both being consequent and also putting myself first is is not. That doesn't come natural to me, and but I really do it because I think it doesn't help me and doesn't think, help anyone who wants that I perform in some way, uh, because yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't go in this direction if I were to move on. And I really learned that from this experience. And I think uh, when I think of my friends, family, colleagues, there are so many people who are just pushing, 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 performing, performing, performing. And never taking a break, and never putting themselves or their health first. And if you don't have this warning signal, um, perhaps for me it, it would be the same. If I hadn't, if, if I wouldn't have this warning signal, and I think it's really important not to do that and and to take care. And so I really want to share that. And please, everyone who is listening now, take care. And um, even if you don't have this peeping warning signal, like me then take care of yourself. Just reflect perhaps one time a week. If it's is it too much, have I, do I have to slow down? And yes, and put yourself first. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I've never heard of that. Um, it's, you know, the, the, the idea of, you know, the hearing loss, that effect of uh, stress and, and, and overwork. Um, it's certainly good that you've learned that early warning sign as, as you put it um, to avoid yeah. Having, um, I guess, the uh, the full hearing loss again, I, I can see why that was so upsetting. Yeah, yes, really. And also this experience of not co- of being able to concentrate, it was much, even much more uh, stressing and panic. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it made, it made me panicking. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I would worry between the hearing loss, the concentration problems, memory loss, um, you, you would be afraid that this was not a temporary effect that would just go away. Um, but I'm yes, were, were, exactly. were doctors, were doctors reassuring that this might go away or was it a bit of a mystery to them? Um, it's, it wasn't clear for them um, because it's really not. Um, yeah. It, you, you don't know it. If someone has a sudden hearing loss, it, um, it could go in each direction. And yeah, I was lucky and in twofold, um, just for for that it got better so so quickly, but also for in hindsight for for having this um, experience and learning from that. Yeah, as you know, I'm really a big fan of your your uh, podcast, uh, Favorite Mistake, and I uh, really love it so much because I think it's um, 
yes, it's so important that uh, we reflect um, about our mistakes and learn from them, but that then not only learn for ourselves, but share our mistakes and so that everyone can, can learn from them. And I'm really very passionate about to creating a kind of learning culture in my organization where we do just that, share our mistakes openly and learn together. And I'm convinced that that's really um, basic of our uh, lean transformation when we um, can share our learnings and learn together and uh, also have baked ideas and everything um, without um, being afraid that perhaps how it, how it others would think about it and just share it. And so we can move on very, um, really faster and learn more and yeah, get better and better one step at a time. Um, and therefore, I really, um, I, um, yes, kind of copied from you, from your, um, from your podcast. And when we got our new site head in, in the last fall and we had a virtual introduction because no one could be outside. Um, and I asked him, uh, what was your favorite mistake? And just to connect everyone um, in the audience, because everyone only uh, asked technical questions and uh, to, to him a little bit more and uh, that we all had the chance to get to know him a little bit more. And also to yeah, in, normalize speaking about our mistakes and sharing them. And that's really there. I'm really a little bit on a mission to, to bring this in my organization. So thank you for that. <laughs> well, thank you for doing that in your workplace. I you might not be comfortable sharing his answer, but did he did he uh, he have a good story about a favorite yes. mistake? Yes, I have to say that um, it really came. The idea to ask for his favorite mistake was really in born in this moment. So I couldn't. Um, warn him before and say, perhaps would you like to think about something? And she, he, had, he really had to um, answer spontaneously. And I really loved what he shared. It was a kind of a personal story when he wanted to, was on a business trip and um, yeah, wanted to just go to the, this additional meeting. And then, um, he, then there was still a possibility to be on time back uh, by, um, with his family. Um, but then there was a blizzard, and he we couldn't couldn't uh, be at home as promised. And um, yes, he shared um, how her his family, his small children, then then the very small children at this time, how they reacted. And he he showed us a little um, yes um, a little toy from her from his daughter, which reminds him that he really should prioritize family. <laughs> and I really loved that. Yeah. Well, there's another example of, um, yeah, having a reminder for, for you, Sabrina, it was an early warning sign. And it sounds like for that leader, he, he carries that toy that that's great to have that, that physical, um, present reminder. Um, so thank you for, for sharing that. Um, you know, before we talk more about workplace culture and what, what you're doing to try to help um, as, as you said, you know, normalize the idea of talking about mistakes. Um, I wanted to ask you first, maybe about reflection. You mentioned, um, Katie Anderson. She was the guest in episode 30 here in, uh, my, uh, my favorite mistake with Asao Yoshino. And, you know, Katie talks a lot about, um, intentional reflection. And you, you mentioned the group that you're a part of. I'm, I'm curious, Sabrina, what you've learned 
Is, is there a, a process that you go through for how to reflect or is it more generalized to just step back and think about how your day went or how a project went or how a meeting might have gone? Yes. Um, the most important thing for me is really to do it um, um, or to try to do it regularly. I'm not always perfect. I don't have to be. Um, but um, I always um, yes aim to to reflect at least one time per week, and for me for me for myself I really um, recognize that it comes much easier to me to stick to this habit of reflection when I share that when I share it um, in person to in a conversation with my colleagues and I am also I recognize that I that um, my learning deepens with this conversation or if it's not possible or uh, yeah perhaps I do the reflection in the evening or and just uh, there's no one <laughs> and I really um, sometimes uh, just post something on LinkedIn and get this conversation um, and it's also before the conversation starts when I just put it into words it gets um, clearer to me and then when I have some reactions and conversation uh, I can really benefit from that yes so I, I really need um, um, a conversation or dialogue and that motivates me for, for reflection. That's my yeah, kind of trick really to stick to that habit. <laughs> yeah, so there's yeah. great points there of one, make it a habit. And two, I think it's really interesting, this idea of share it with somebody. And the effect that that has a conversation, a LinkedIn post. Um, sometimes maybe this is why sometimes people write down their reflections, whether they call that journaling or or not. There's probably uh, something really, really helpful about um, articulating it, not have it just stay inside your head. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, Sabrina, you had um, a second story before we talk about yeah. workplace dynamics. I, I was going to ask you if you could share um, that second favorite mm -hmm. mistake that you were thinking of. Yes, there's this a second. I'm still in the learning process. Um, it's um, because it wasn't easy to to grasp it. But when reflecting, I thought, oh, perhaps that's my biggest. I don't know if it's my favorite, uh, but perhaps in the hindsight, it will be again um, my biggest mistake. And I'm still in it in the moment, kind of. Um, I always um, set a theme for the, for the year and last. Last year, it was courage and voiceover silence. And I worked on this really with attention and and, um, ref and reflection. And yes, I really get some, um, yeah, moved forward. And I did interviews with different people about courage uh, who I found inspiring. And um, beginning of this year, I um, did a, a strategic vision board um, session with our friend Deontra Waddell. And it was really so great and uh, I set my theme for this year and this is an unveil and crow and um, I realized that perhaps that I choose these topics and that I recognize that there's something that I have to be more courageous and have to focus on, on crow growing and um, that's because I kind of um, did, I didn't allow myself to really, um, yes, um, fail, to really um, uh, engage in a mistake and learn from it. Um, I really played it very safe in my in my professional life and did perhaps um, 
when um, at least when when um, until my first um, child was born, I really was playing it very safe and uh, not not um, yeah. Uh, I wasn't wasn't aware of that, but perhaps a little bit um, yeah unaware. And and um, so there was no big mistake, but perhaps that was my was in in the sum over time. That's really one of my biggest mistakes, and I'm still a little bit in it um, to always. Um, play safe and don't go take some risks and and really just go for it and um, go for what what's really important for me what, what I really like to do and yes and so my topic the my, my theme this year is unwell and crow and I will will focus on that and I'm really excited because I want to step out of this mistake and I'm really convinced it is a mistake yeah. yeah. <laughs> So thank you for sharing that as well, Sabrina. You know, it's interesting to think about the fear or the risk of making a mistake. There is also the fear yeah. of uh, the, it could be a mistake to not take action. People sometimes talk about, um, at least there's this phrase, fear of missing out that's used in different contexts. Sometimes it's related to like why we're constantly looking at our phones. Like I might be missing <laughs> something and that something might not be uh, important. Um, but yeah, so I, I appreciate you sharing, um, you know, that goal to be more courageous. Um, was it, was that, was that your theme for last year or was that the theme here for 2021? Um, that was my theme for last year and for, um, for this year, it's really this unwell and grow, but it builds on, on, on each other. Yeah. Yeah. So what was, I, I guess maybe I'll ask you then to reflect um, on 2020 uh, how how did you how do you feel like you did in terms of being more courageous um i really moved forward and um that's that's what's important for me i didn't set a kind of um target or a specific goal but what i wanted to do just this theme and i didn't know what as everyone else what 2020 would bring and um yes and Fraud was really yeah heartbreak, and when we when we think of um, yes um, the the unrest in in um, with the Black Lives Matter movement and uh, following the the murder of uh, George Floyd and um, yeah I, it was really yeah I didn't expect that and this topic of respect and of one deeply connected humanity um, that's really very dear to my heart. And so I have to say, just for my personal personal growth topics, it came quite easy for me to choose uh, voiceover silence. It came naturally. It, it wasn't it wasn't difficult because that topic is really so so dear to my heart. And in when when something is important to me, I then it's not so hard to take courage and i think courage is really connected to from it's from the latin word of, of heart core and it's really what's what's the heart then you really um yeah take action which which is connected to that and because i, I took this theme and really set my intention weekly on this on a theme and reflected i i think i could um take what I learned from from this experience um to to other topics and just just um yeah 
to, to things uh, in the business world, which are also important to me, but perhaps it's not so easy because it's not so so clear that I have to to um, to use my voice and but I could really take this yeah experience uh, with me and and learn from that yeah I also in in all this context I have I had met Deandra and I also had met one colleague of mine is Keith Market and they're really two very inspiring people um, and I when I when I reflected about yeah say um, courage and I, I also I um I love the term fear walking, just walking through your fear, uh, not without, but through your fear uh, towards what's important to you. Um, I really had to think, and still I have to think of both of them, of Deandra and Keith, and they are so perfect role models for me. That really made it easy for me. Thank you both, Keith and Deandra. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to add, uh, yeah, our mutual friend, uh, Deandra Wardell. I, I will put a link in the show notes to her website. So if people want to learn more about strategic vision boards and, you know, Deandra and I collaborated with many other people last year on a project that's still ongoing um, called root cause racism. And Deandra now has a website root cause um, com. And I, you know, in, in, in partnering with Deandra, um, I also chose to use my voice more, Last year, as, as, as you put it, um, Sabrina, there was perhaps some might have said, well, there, there's risk of speaking out. But then I thought, well, there's there's risk that comes from not speaking out um, about exactly. about injustice and problems. And if I didn't speak out, what would pe- people might guess or assume what I was thinking? And I decided it's better to have my voice out there. And, and, and make it clear, this is, this is where I stand, this is what I believe. And if somebody doesn't like that, that's their problem. I decided to be a little bit more yes. courageous that way. I applaud you. <laughs> well, I'm, and I'm not the only one. You, you've spoken up, I applaud you and, and the others who have been leaders um, in, in, in this front. But, um, you know, Sabrina, I want to come back to uh, something you brought up earlier about trying to intentionally create a culture in your workplace where it's safe to talk about mistakes so that we can share learning. I was wondering if you could share a little bit more about that. Are there um, other concrete steps beyond asking, you know, as you did asking your new leader about a favorite mistake? What are some other things that, that you've done to build this? Um, what I do when I'm, yes, just uh, working with, with colleagues, um, it's, Really, to invite um, to invite ideas and to invite um, experiences, and so also also asking for mistakes and uh, what have you learned perhaps in the past um, that I really make clear that um, uh, what what's at stake and that I don't that I can't um, can't um, yes um, have the best idea and uh, can't do it alone and yet we have to use all the brains in, in the room or in the virtual room and um, so just invite this conversation and so that everyone knows I want to hear their ideas and then I think it's really important um, to um, yeah when, when you get the ideas and perhaps sometimes challenge, challenging um um, comments and or challenging thoughts, um, and perhaps I don't like everything. But really, um, it's really important, I think, to 
um, react productively to, um, and so that no one um, yeah, will shy away in the future and everyone else who is listening won't shy away to, to, um, yes, to, to share their ideas and also challenging ideas because that's so, perhaps it's not what I have to say for me, yeah, the, the first reaction when I have an idea and really love it, um, yes, I, I, I don't really like um, that it's challenged and perhaps that's quite normal and um, but um, in the when in the second sort or perhaps some minutes later I really um, appreciate it and in hindsight often it gets really better when you have um, your idea challenged and it's, it really grows from that and it's so important that we don't stop um, people to to challenge even things that we are really um yes, totally convinced and passionate about it. Perhaps it's really the, the right way, but it's important to to invite everyone also to challenge these ideas. So because at some point of time we will go in one direction and perhaps it's not the right direction and there's a big risk. And if we don't um yes um if we don't invite everyone to, to challenge then there will be perhaps three, four people in our organization who saw the, that we are just um, running um, towards a wall um, and didn't say anything because they were not, they didn't feel invited and they didn't uh, feel that they, yeah, that they that were allowed to 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 challenge this idea, and that would be, yes, even more frustrating. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for you know um, embracing the theme of this podcast series that we we all make mistakes, but we we should be open about it. We should learn from them. Um, listeners and viewers wouldn't know. Um, Sabrina was very kind to me. I made a couple of mistakes before we started recording. Um, I misread my calendar, and I thought we were starting fifteen minutes later than the time that was actually scheduled. So that was. That was um, that was embarrassing on my part. I need to figure out um, how to how to prevent that in the future. You know, the meeting the the time was scheduled to start 15 minutes after the hour, and that's somewhat an unusual time. But Sabrina managed to show up on time, so that's my problem. I apologize. Um, but before we wrap up, Sabrina, I want to share a word with you and ask you about it. And it's a German word. I'm afraid to say it out loud. I am going to. Here, I'm going to share my screen and show you this word. This is um, a German word that I learned last year. Can, can I ask you to, to say that word out loud and, and tell me what it means to you? Okay. <laughs> That's why I was afraid to say it. Yes. It's not really um, um, a really yes, correct a German word, but, but sometimes we, we use it. Um, it means that you want to improve something. Um, and perhaps to make it more complicated, or in another way, um, yeah, um, less good as it was before. And just you want to improve, improve, but um, perhaps you didn't really go through the study and adjust um, cycle, and um, perhaps just um, set your plan and and do, and um, then you're not perhaps you are not really 
it's not really perfect. And so you do plan and do again and plan and do again and always keep your study and adjust. And so it gets worse and worse because you didn't really learn from from uh, what you did and you didn't really grasp the current situation. And so, yeah, that's especially miserable. Thank you for saying it. And thank you for, you know, I learned that word last year. I think it's a word that fits so well with continuous improvement and with the mindsets you were talking about that sometimes we try to make things better. We've actually made it worse. Some people might view that as a mistake, but I, I think, you know, as you've been describing, we need to frame, we need to be honest about that. And um, that helps us learn and move forward. And as you put it, study, as we've studied the situation and found we actually made things worse, we can adjust and go back and try um, something different. So um, can you say the word one more time and then I'm going to try to say it? For schlimm besserung. That's so bad. (laughs) Yes. Yes, and I think it's really not, um, perhaps, um, yeah, we should really not really um, talk about PDSA, but about SAPD, and really always start with this study and adjust. And this reflecting on what, on what we already know about the, the problem, the process, and then go into planning and, and doing. Yeah. yeah, so we can try to prevent failed improvement attempts when we, when we start off by really studying the situation. Yes. Yes. Most importantly, don't skip it. (laughs) No, no, don't skip that step. So Sabrina, thank you for letting me throw that at you um, at the last minute. I think you did a really nice job um, today. Thank (laughs) you for uh, being patient with me. Um, Our guest has been Sabrina Malter. Again, she's the manager of strategy and organizational change at Roche Diagnostics. Um, Sabrina, this was, uh, this was really a pleasure. I'm glad you could do it. Thank you uh, for being here with us today. Thank you very much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to me. Thank you, Mark. Thanks again to Sabrina for being a great guest. For show notes, links, and more, you can go to markgraven.com slash mistake83. And I hope this podcast inspires you to reflect on your own mistakes, and how you can learn from them or turn them into a positive. I've had listeners tell me they've started being more open and honest about mistakes in their work, and they're trying to create a workplace culture where it's safe to speak up about problems because that leads to more improvement and better business results. If you have feedback or a story to share, you can email me, myfavoritemistakepodcast at gmail.com. And again, our website is myfavoritemistakepodcast.com.